You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 28. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. And thanks again to Comfort King Mattress Factory, our sponsor of the program, and the original Mattress Factory of the Dakotas. Sleep, the perfect medicine. So restorative, so healing, so relaxing. To administer this wondrous elixir, may I recommend a Comfort King mattress. The quality, the service, the sleep, oh, second to none. Go to Comfort King at comfortking.net. A lot of people know exactly what they want to do with their life. Most of us, though, struggle with that question. Listen to the story and how it ends and the wisdom in the wedding photographer's answer. And I believe it can help you in your journey. So let's start. Whenever we talk about living a life of purpose, that seems to quickly transition to, well, what kind of job will you have? And then from that, well, what will you get paid? So quickly, purpose seems to morph into money. There's a man who wrote a book. I believe the name of it is Die With Zero. And it's a book of graphs and charts and calculations designed to help you spend just the right amount of money at just the right time in your life to fully maximize the money you earn and turn that into enjoyable experiences. Kind of like those bumper stickers that say, I'm spending my children's inheritance. Except that we don't, do we? The average person leaves in a state of $700,000, and I don't think it's because they wanted to. I just think they didn't get around to it. I know that that's an average, and I know that there are some billionaires that are skewing the whole thing, but it's not really just about the money that's not being spent. It's the talent that's not being used. They talk about it in Scripture, the man with the ten talents and the guy with the five talents and the guy with the one talent. They're given this uh, stuff, and they're told to invest this money, and the master will be back. And you know what happens? Some of the people take the ten talents and invest it. Some do not. One person buries it, and then they get yelled at. It's not a good parable for people who bury talents. If I remember right, a talent is a word that is a thousand denarii, and a denarii is about one day's wage. So a talent is roughly three years of work. What most people do, myself included, would then be, well, let me calculate that out and say, oh, okay, this is how much money these guys had. Instead, though, let's just think of the word talent and not think about it as money. Let's think about it as talents, you know, abilities. Why is it that we are obsessed with the money and seem to ignore the God-given ability part? I'm curious, what kind of talents have people said that you have? Can you sing? Are you athletic? Can you play an instrument? Do you speak languages easily? Are you good at math? Are you really good with people? 
for the sake of discussion, now let's say I would ask you to write down all these things that people have said that you are talented at. And now let's say, okay, I will give you $100,000 in recognition of each of these talents. Sort of an attaboy. You're a good singer. Here's $100,000. You're good at math here. Here's $100,000. Now, if you got that money, would you spend it? Most of us would say, well, sure, I'd spend it right now. Well, I wonder how God feels after giving you the ability to sing and then hearing you say, yeah, I didn't want to sing. It's stupid. I buried that talent. I can't tell you how many times my wife has actually heard that. She was a choir director in school. Many talented students, usually boys, I don't want to do that. Or, yeah, I'm really good at teaching, but it's a lot of work. Sure, I can write, but, you know, just as a hobby. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm a good storyteller. It might be my major talent. To not spend my time on this talent would be a waste. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but I can imagine an uncomfortable conversation in the hereafter with Jesus and being asked, oh, what did you do with all the talents I gave you, especially if you did nothing with those talents? I think we know how that conversation will go based on the parable. If we take the talents we've been given and work hard at spending every bit of our time and using those talents, that will be a good conversation. If we say instead, well, I could have, but I was afraid, that's going to be a really bad conversation. Not just bad because you're being yelled at, but that bad in the deep, shameful way that you know in your core that you blew it. If you claim you have no talents, you're either being falsely modest or have not been paying attention. Of course you have a talent. Yes, you may not be the best in the world at it. That's not important. If you happen to be a good cook but not the world's best cook, that will not matter to the people around you who are hungry. I do know this. You have been given plenty enough talents to keep you plenty busy and occupied and satisfied for as long as you live. I ran into a wedding photographer who said that she'd gotten into the business after being a police officer for eight years. Why the drastic change, I asked. It came down to a place where, in her heart, she felt she needed to heal something that was damaged. Wedding photography was a talent. It may not be where she ends up, but it seems to be just what she needs now to heal whatever is damaged inside. I do not know what will happen to her and the rest of her life. Yet at the same time, I have a real confidence that she will have a good life. Why? Well, because she's using her talents. And because of the answer she gave to this question, how did you come up with photography? Her answer? I've been praying about it. Well, that's the story. If you're really seeking a life of happiness but are unclear on just what that looks like and how to measure your progress towards it, my Significance Masterclass is now available, a perfect way to understand your strengths and plan the best possible version for the next 20 years. Thoughtful, detailed, 
a powerful way to find significance and definitely happiness. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net. And until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.